Lost one of the biggest gangsters in the whole world just recently. Goddamn Crocodile Hunter is gone, children. He's gone. He wasn't scared of shit. If you think he ain't gangster, go to your neighbor's house and jump on their Rottweilers and see how that work out for you. He wasn't mean or nasty or nothing. He was friendly and informational. Well, we'll be hunting crocodiles. Oh, that's a beauty right there, mate. All right, I've got her in my sights now. Wait for it, wait for it, wait. She tried to do the bloody death roll on me. Did you see her try to roll? And just to show you how haters be on you, this motherfucker didn't even get killed by a crocodile. He got killed by a punk bitch ass stingray. Ain't that some shit? He wasn't even a stingray hunter. No crocodile was talking shit the next day. Just I knew something bad was gonna happen to him, nigga. I knew it. Nah, he wrestled my uncle down on national TV, nigga. Made a belt and some shoes out of me. What up, y'all? I know I had to kick the show off like that, man. So today's Panache report is about the one known, you know, legendary Cat Williams. Um, first of all, he's one of my he's one of my favorite comedians. I can honestly say that before the viral video. Like I always thought he was funny. He said some things about um Kevin Hart too. I actually like Kevin Hart as well, but I mean it is what it is. I don't feel like he said anything bad about Kevin, he just spoke his truth for real, for real. You know, my man right now, he got the whole internet in a set on fire in a frenzy after the interview. I sat up there and watched the whole interview. It was almost like three hours. You know what I'm saying? It was crazy. When I watched it, it was at 14 million views. And then when I finished watching it, and it, after that, like almost three hours, it was at 16 million. I'm pretty sure it's at more than that now, but yeah, I'm just about to um touch up on some of the stuff he was saying. Like, uh, so so basically, he got like the whole internet in the choco, and I'm basically gonna show y'all some of the reactions of some of the celebs after he said what he said. Here you go. Here's one. Uh, Ice Cube reacts to Friday. Actors who complain about low pay after Cat Williams interview. Look at where your career was at at the time. Take a look at where it is now. And that is that's some true stuff. He wrote a lot of this part because, you know, like I said, he was giving us jewels. So we were keeping the camera rolling. He was coming out the dome. He was coming prepared every day to steal the show. You know, that was his mission. And, um, you know, that's what he did, you know, with the movie. Um, and it, it launched his career, you know. And um, I'm proud of the movie. I'm proud of um, all the guys who've... Let me pause know, it right quick. When he said that movie launched his career, Cat Williams might not feel like that is. But for me... When I seen that movie, pimping, pimping, money, Mike, I was like, oh yeah, this nigga funny. And then that's when I started seeing who he was after that movie. So for me, I knew who you were. I knew who Cat Williams was after I watched the movie. So it might not launch your career per se for you. You're going to tell it in a different light because at the end of the day, if y'all couldn't tell if y'all saw the interview or 
of going to go see the interview. My man is a storyteller. And most comedians are. That's how they make you laugh. You they really they tell stories and make you and they be relatable and you laugh. But I come through, you know, a Q Vision production and went on to do bigger and better things. Um and look, you know, a lot of people are talking about pay and how much they was paid on these movies that were extremely low budget. You know, most of these guys work a couple of days, you know. And when you're doing a movie, there's over a hundred people. Cat, he uh I gotta pause it again. There's so much relatable stuff about my life that what he was saying is a low budget movie. You know, people nowadays don't have no work ethic. They or don't know when to go low. And what I mean by that is sometimes you got to know when to take less pay for a gig or for something that's going to make you bigger than life later on or help you in the long run to get more money, if you get what I'm saying. i give you an example. I might be saying it wrong. All right, so a couple years ago um, in Washington, D.C., when I was living in Washington, D.C., um, I went to a radio station, and I wanted to, I wanted to work for them. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was a music artist, still am. Once you're a music artist, you're never done. Uh, I was also a promoter. I was throwing parties at clubs uh, to damn near every day of the week. I had the city on smash. Um, but I came into the radio station and I basically said, man, I want to be a co-host on a show. And they was like, they don't have a budget for me. And to be honest, I did not come there for the money. I, I was getting money, but getting paid would also would have been better. But I said, look, man, I do this. Uh, I have a certain amount of followers. I have a certain amount of influence in the city. And I'm willing to work for free. And I guarantee the ratings go up and and it's only going the show is only going to get better. You know what I'm saying? And I'll put it like this. Uh, that got me in the door. I was there for months, you know, before. And then I found a way how to st eventually start getting paid. You get what I'm going here? Like some stuff you have to take for free. And I did this free for months. You know what I'm saying? And then I used it to network with others and put... um other people on you know what i'm saying and you know did i put them on for free not necessarily for free but i didn't run their pockets deep either you know what i'm saying it was a way to make money like yo you want your music played slide me this make it happen you want an interview slide me this make it happen you know i could after that i could you know when i Let's say if I let a local artist perform, I could put that in the package deal, you know, of him marketing himself. All right, you want to perform, you want your song played, you know, VIP table, 
X amount of dollars. You know, it all incorporated with what I was doing. And I took it in for free. But that's, that's basically what I'm saying. Sometimes y'all got to take advantage of opportunities that probably won't present itself again, even if it's free. Take advantage of it. All right, but let's keep playing it. Working on a movie that need to get paid. Most of them got to get paid every day. Um, and there's pre-production and post-production. Even after you finish with the actors, you got to pay editors and sound people. And, and my movies are all about quality. So most of the money go up on the screen. I'm not giving you no bullshit. I'm not giving you no uh, low budget, you know, shit you can laugh at because it's so cheap. Um, so, you know, we try to put all the money on the screen working on the movie that need to get paid. And so any actor that's <laughs> mad at what they got paid, you know, just look at what you was doing. Look at where your career was at the time. Take a look at where it is now. And Friday has something to do with that, I believe. And I put a lot of people in movies, but they ain't never put me in a movie. So you can take that for what it's worth. You know what I'm saying? I've given a lot of these guys opportunities. Uh, and I still act, so I'm waiting for a call. I ain't got to produce everything or write everything. Um, I got love for all the comedians that I've worked with got, you know, much love for Cat. You know, he uh, he spoke up for me a lot. And uh, I just wanted to be clear and clarify some things. And uh, shit, man. I hope y'all have a good 2024. Yeah, yeah. I love how you address the issue without talking shit. A lot of people need to learn how to not be just because somebody says something that you don't necessarily like that don't mean they was talking shit about you learn how to address stuff without being angry with integrity like you know what i'm saying and if integrity doesn't work then you know talk your shit but you know before you just go full-fledged yada 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 respond with integrity but my man cube just said a lot my man, I feel like Cube don't get his flowers, man. He didn't came a long way from NWA to, you know what I'm saying? To sh shooting movies, producing movies, directing movies, started his own basketball league. Like, he didn't came a long way. And he said a lot. He said he put people in movies, but they ain't never put him in. Uh, says a lot. But yeah. I like how Cat Williams did did his interview, and now he just got everybody feeling like they gotta respond. And then you're gonna see like everything he said in that interview. It's like all the receipts are pulling up, are coming out from what he was saying. Like here we go, right Cass here. Is Harvey. Too That's all I'm saying. You are not supposed to be at the gas station making life decisions. He said Steve Harvey sold his joke. In the interview. I can't get no half a tank. I got six cigarettes. I can't even do it. That used to be, if you had $10, $15, you could go to the gas station with confidence because you knew you was either going to be full or damn near full. If you had a 20, you didn't even talk to the person at the counter. You just 20 on 11, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> 
used to be, if you put $15 in your tank, you had time to bond with your vehicle. You had time to put the nozzle in and set the clicker and look through your car and clean off the dashboard and look through your CDs and run in the store and get some Pringles and a snapper and it'll still be pumping. Now if you put $15 in, you can't even turn around good for that summer bitch click. As soon as you put it in, just click, click. Gas is entirely too high. Ain't even pump gas like you used to no more. Mr. Wynn, Steve Harvey stole joke. Put the nozzle in there and hit it. Be sitting there talking, be on your phone. Hey, what's happening? Be walking around, cleaning the windshield. <laughs> Speaking to gay, hey, girl, what's happening? What you doing? <laughs> hey, you. <laughs> hey, hey. hey. <laughs> Okay, you go in there, bring me a wine cooler. Bring me a cooler, dog. <laughs> Not no more. Hell, ain't nothing going on at that pump except you and that pump. Your ass is looking at that pump. Ain't even pump gas like you used to. No. All right, so that's just one of the receipts uh, Cat Williams was talking about. Steve Harvey stealing jokes from him and from other comedians. If you watch the interview, I'm pretty sure if you haven't, you're going to watch the interview after this. I mean, who hasn't? You know, when the media hypes up something so much, it just makes your mind curious. So. I have a feeling you're going to watch it. And if not, it's okay because you can watch this and you can get a whole synopsis of what it was about. Um, but yeah, he basically said like Steve Harvey whole life is a facade. And it got me thinking like, I don't dislike Steve Harvey or anything, but he ain't like one of my favorite comedians. What I do like about him is now he's always preaching positivity and bringing lights, shedding lights on things like a, a preacher, like a preacher you could relate to or something like that. But after what Cat Williams says, got me thinking like, damn, this man probably a whole facade or whatever. But it don't matter to me, you know what I'm saying? At least he pushing P, pushing positivity, you know what I'm saying? But uh, let's see what else. Yeah, he said some things about Trick Daddy. This was kind of funny. Trick Daddy is rich and famous. <laughs> He said, that's why Trick Daddy really mad at Cat Williams. Oh, look at you, now look at him. Bitch, you can do this. <laughs> Trick Daddy look like a number two, a bowel movement. <laughs> Thank you. Trick Daddy is rich. He said, that man look like doo-doo. He look like a number two, a bowel movement. Spank them. All right. Kevin told you he wasn't going to wear no dress until they offered him the dress, and then he put it on. And what did he say after he wore it? I made my own decision. Duh. But you didn't make it. Kevin told you he wasn't going to wear no Hart, dress until they offered SNL. him the dress, and then he put it and on. And what Kevin did he Hart say after he wore it? I made my own decision. He, Duh. My man said it's some stuff that he wouldn't do, and then one of his principles he was standing on is he's not wearing a dress for Hollywood. He doesn't care. He's not selling his soul. And, you know, I'm a firm believer in that, man. You got to 
stand for something or nothing at all. And if you not wearing the dress is what you standing up for, then you need to stand on that. I don't give a fuck how much money you offer me. Like, i give you an example, man. Ving Rhames. The nigga who played the, the stepdad, OG gangster, and baby boy. Uh, I fucked with all his movies, man. Like, he always played a gangster in, in his movies, and he did it well, man. I fucked with that shit. And then I seen the movie Holiday Heart when he was in a dress, and he was like a, a, a full-blown punk in that joint. And, you know, and, and no... No uh shame to, you know, if you gay or whatever, you know what I'm saying? But me, if you put on a certain, if you got a certain character and that's what I liked about you, like you was a gangster and you, and then you just a, a, a dress, wearing a dress with lipsticks, heels, and just a, 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 you a fruit after that, like you threw me for a whole loop because I can't even watch you no more. Like, I don't even respect that no more. Like, I, I like authentic, authenticity, you know what I'm saying? Authentic, like, you know what I'm saying? I can't, I can't, I don't get down like that, man. You know what I'm saying? I fuck with you for who you are. Like, if I was to give you an example and then I, you turned out to be something else, man, like something that that's like wild or something, that's just wild to me. I can't mess with that. But that, yeah, but that's what I'm basically going with that. I'm going to show you show you uh some of the clips from the interview I have 12 specials guess how many phase on got zero why is he allowed to have conversations about real stand-up people we do not let people who are on the juice discuss real athletes that's all as a journalist that's all. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I don't have, harbor any resentment to any of these entities because I can't be jealous. I've never seen them have anything that I ever wanted. Race is not where the line is drawn. It's God's side and the other side. And we don't care nothing about the other side. All of these uh, big dick deviants is all catching hell in 2024. It's up for all of them. It don't matter if you Diddy or whoever you is. All lies will be exposed. That's all. And, and, and anyone who takes that the wrong way know why they take it the wrong way. The truth is the light. Have twelve specials. Guess how many Faison got? Right, man, that Z- man said a mouthful right there. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if y'all actually listening on that, but he basically saying like, whatever's done in the dark gonna come to the light. You know what I'm saying? The people that's worried about what he's saying, that means they must have did something in the dark. Sheesh. Let me see. In 15 years in Hollywood, no one in Hollywood has a memory of going to a sold-out Kevin Hart show. There being a line for him ever getting a standing ovation at any comedy club. Basically saying, like, Kevin Hart's success wasn't organic. He was an industry plant. The industry, like, just planted him in. He already had his deals when he got here. Have we heard of a comedian that came to L.A. and in his first year in L.A. he had his own sitcom on network television and had his own movie called Soul Plane that he was leading? No, we've never heard of that before that person or since that person. What do you think a plant is? 
Maybe people don't understand the definitions of these words. He just did his documentary with Chris Rock where he shows you that his whole upbringing in comedy was on the East Coast. Yeah, it was. So how simultaneously was he here in Los Angeles doing the same thing? It didn't happen. It didn't happen. And I, I, I hate to seem like a petty. In 15 years. Man, my man was breaking shit down for folks. I swear to God. What he said about uh, Michael Blackson said, Cat Williams is very smart. Miji Niga, his voice. He took shots at the top 10 comedians alive today so we can all respond and make him relevant again. He obviously did. But, you know, it, it's. And this is what uh, Gilbert Renas had to say as well. You you have it's like having you you have the ball in your hand. Yes. Right? Yes. He had the ball in his hand. Yes. Right? He's making the call. They're coming to him. Like he said, I'm getting all these, yeah. these things, and I'm I'm trying to change it. I'm saying I'm not gonna do this. Right. I don't want this. I don't want that. Well, how long before they stop asking you to do stuff if you're gonna keep denying and trying to change something? Right. Right? Before they just move. Hold on, let me. I don't know if that was the right context. did, but you know. Oh, never mind. It is. You you have. It's like having you you have the ball in your hand. Yes. Right. Yes. He had the ball in his hand. Yes. Oh. Right? Okay. He's, He's making the call. They're coming to him, like he said. You I'm getting all these, yeah, these things, and I'm Kevin Hart is a plan. I'm trying to change it. I'm saying I'm not going to do this. Right. I don't want this. I don't want that. Well, how long before they stop asking you to do stuff if you're going to keep denying and trying to change something? Right. Right? Before they just move on. So I think the problem is, is the balls you didn't want, someone else picked them up and became a star with it. Right. Right? Now you want to try to diminish the person's stardom. Right? He's a plant. No. He probably was a plant. Now he's a fucking tree. He's a tree now, <laughs> right? He's done got his roots into these ground, and he's I mean, that's a good argument. Well, he obviously did, but you know, because some people will put on that dress. You know, I mean, that's that is how it works in Hollywood. They come up to you and say, "Hey, put on this dress for television." You know, you're gonna be a star. You're gonna get millions if that's not in your principles. Okay, cool. And you, they're gonna find somebody else. Somebody's gonna take it. Um, let's see what else. Cedric, he said a lot about Cedric the Entertainer too. To me, Cedric the Entertainer is not funny. He's not funny to me. That's just like you know, everybody has um that comedian that they just don't think funny. Like I see a lot of people say Kevin Hart's not funny to them. I've seen that a lot in comments before on social media. To me, I think Kevin Hart's hilarious. He's funny to me. Thing. You know, everybody's entitled to their opinion. What up, y'all? What's up? I want to address this Cat Williams thing one time, man. I saw people on there really good commenting about that. Look, I have no idea what this brother is talking about. That joke is over 30 years old, close to 30-something years old. I did the Kings of Comedy in 1999. Probably have been doing that joke six, seven years before that. I don't even know if Cat was doing comedy then. So, you know, again... 
He a talented brother. I have no idea what you're talking about. I've never seen Cat do a, a space show joke. So, uh, you know, there may be something that he believes is true. I've, I've written a lot of jokes. I've had a lot of comedians steal my jokes as well. So I understand if you feel, you know, slighted oh, by yeah. that. That sounds like he just admitted. Oh, yeah, y'all caught me eating candy in the middle of him playing the video. But this man just said, I didn't have a lot of comedians steal my jokes as well. That sounds like a myth of accidental guilt when you were explaining yourself. But whatever, man. Keep talking. That's my joke. That's my joke, dog. Grab a spaceship to the moon. Cigarette, cutie pie rocking in the background. Parallel parking spaceship. What up, y'all? What's up? To be honest, I don't believe him. I don't, cause I don't think he's funny. Like, I realize I don't think he's funny. So if he said something funny and people thought it was funny, he probably did steal that shit from Catwood. Everything else that that he didn't say, the receipts been popping out left and right. You know, people on the internet be detectives all day. Like they gonna pull them up, they gonna find it. They will go on your Twitter and pull up tweets from fucking 2012. You know what I'm saying? Just because. I don't know why, but just because. But I believe it. Like like I say, all the receipts been popping. That went to go watch Mark Curry do his whole sitcom and then stole everything Mark Curry had. Now Steve got a sitcom where he the principal and he wear a suit. And he and then he gets this high top fade, making all black men think he got the best lineup in the business. And it's a man <laughs> unit. Then you ask it, why you not a movie star? I didn't want to be a movie star. This the same Negro that hated on Bernie with this same thing. I didn't want to be a movie star. No, you couldn't be a movie star. There are 30,000 new scripts in Hollywood every year. Not one of them asks for a country bumpkin black dude that can't talk good over KB and look like Mr. Potato Head. There ain't none. You would have to have a range. I played a lot of characters, 60 movie roles. I'm not playing Cat Williams in there. I don't know. I don't know, Cat. We might not let you drink anymore the way you, you, I mean, we ain't even got. I'm not fueled by alcohol. I've had a sip less than you. And that was just the the truth. Don't need motivation. I'm just saying I can't let these dudes lie. This is like Steve Harvey telling people he used to be homeless. That's my story. That's not his story. Steve Harvey wasn't never homeless. When he, Mark Curry was touring with him 25 years ago, he was making $3,000 a show in cash and doing five shows a week. They, they just tell the stories. This, my, thanks to my wife, I'm, that went to go five watch Mark week, Curry do his whole sitcom and then K. stole everything Mark That's Curry had. Now oh. Steve got a sitcom where he the principal oh, no. and he wear a suit and he, and then he gets this high top fade, making all black men think he. Man. Yeah, that when he did this interview, it definitely like it just broke down the industry in pieces. Like he said, "All right, I'm gonna tell you what he said about Luda." Cat William reveals him and Ludacris was offered a membership with Illuminati, right, which included a twenty contract at $10 million for each film, but only one of them could join it, and they could only join it if they cut their hair and cut their little sideburns off. And you know, Cat Williams and Ludacris both had the sideburns, the wild sideburns at the time, and both had long hair. 
Ludacris was rocking the bush or the braids or the cornrows at the time. But then all of a sudden, uh, he uh, cut his hair and now he, then he was just Christopher Bridges, not Ludacris. And at the time back then as a little kid, like 10 years old and 11 years old, Ludacris was one of my favorite artists. Are you related to uh, Luda? No. Um, so there was a crossroads where we were both invited to an Illuminati thing, and it had to be one or the other of us, and decisions had to be made. So it was both of us, we were equal. One of us had to cut off all their hair and couldn't do the sideburn thing no more with the points. And the next person they said was going to get $200 million because they were going to pay him $10 million a movie to do 20 movies. And that's how the conversation happened. One of those persons turned out to be ludicrous, and the other person turned out to be Cat Williams. Now, one person ended up with a light-skinned, ugly-faced wife that's never done a... Remember I told you that if I say that, it applied to seven people? Yes. It's part of what they give you. Okay? I didn't get it. I'm not mad about it. How much money did they give? 200 folks. Are you related to uh, Luda? All right. So also in the interview, he was saying in Illumin the Illuminati basically assigns your wife and they all look the same, like an easy to draw face. And they're going to be a light skinned, pale or white woman. You know what I'm saying? Always in Illuminati. He's like, man, this is about I'm talking about seven people in here and they all got that same woman. That's part of the Illuminati. That's as funny as hell, man. And it makes you open your, up your third eye like. You know, um, but Ludacris had a response for him, too. He actually busted freestyle. Whatever's heavy on my heart is always on my mind. Like Snoop's cannabis shredder, I'm always on my grind. They throwing shade because niggas could never take my shine. I bring my watch collection on my jet. Let me take my time. Like fine wine, I'm aging like Benjamin. Top five, I'm worth mentioning. Bring me rappers, I'm lynching them. See the pendulum swing, Jesus with diamond thorns. Ludacris, swallowed in Gucci linens when I was born. Never been Illuminati, only a Illuminati. And I only left with bitches when coming from any party. Now I'm married with kids, the evolution of life. Never been a clout chaser, never say shit for likes. R.I.P. John Singleton. You never have to flex when you earn every one of your fast and furious checks. Afro with the sideburns. Yeah, that's my signature. Addictions on the rise. Comedians check your temperature. Whatever's heavy on my heart is always on my mind. Like Snoop. So basically he's saying that freestyle Cat Williams is a lie. You know, um, who bought you that? Role this is his name up. is Cat. Williams. Know, this is um, Hazel E, one of uh, Cat Williams' ex girls. You know, what I'm saying she had good words to say about him. She said he's intelligent. <laughs> oh, sh for yeah. the people that don't know her, ex yeah, here for Cat Williams. Definitely is. What was it like dating Cat Williams? Outside of all the crazy antics and the FBI raids and, you know, the going to jails and stuff. <laughs> Wait, you were you there during the FBI raid? Yes! But, so, like, you were there and the FBI I got a in. gun pointed at my chest and was told to stand up at, like, 9 in the morning. My ass was walking around because so I had a, probably had got busy. I had a T-shirt on. Mm -hmm. And I had to get down on like a floor and it was like lasers and scopes at my chest. And it was the scariest. 
of my whole entire life. And I was definitely traumatized after an FBI raid. And then I had to go and like stand trial because he had like a whole thing and FBI was after me. I, I feel like they be with Cat Williams. They do. They, they don't like him. They do. Do you miss Cat Williams? <laughs> Who bought you that Rolex? His name is Cat Williams. Damn. I didn't even get to answer it. If you took that long to answer it, then it was a yes, but I guess you don't want to admit it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Like, I put it like this. When most people, if you break up and they still have good, nice things to say about you, then of course they still miss you. It was the easy answer, girl. Just answer it. Down 50 million. Now, I've had to turn down $50 million four times. Four times. Just to protect my integrity. All right, so Cat Williams is about to talk about turning down Diddy's invitations to a party. And that virgin hole I was telling you about. (laughs) Right. Uh, Because P. Diddy be wanting to party. And you got to tell him no. You got to tell him no. I, I did. I did. See, I got the receipts for everything I'm telling you. That's why I can say I'm so freely. You here, get your notebook. Thank you, sir. Thank you. They canceled me for talking about Harvey Weinstein before the thing came out, but he offered to suck my penis in front of all my people at my agency. What am I supposed to do? He did all of that. I'm thinking I'm the only black person on the script. I get there, it's three other black guys on there. Woo. Huh. So you wonder what they did to get <laughs> I told him no. What y'all do? <laughs> <laughs> and this is why when I walk in a room, heads go down. Behind my back, I'm nothing. I'm just a regular old comedian that's bitter and jealous. But in my face, no, no, no. The king has walked in and they have to respect it only because I've not taken the shortcuts. I've not been funded. They Turn down 50 million. Now, I've had to turn down 50 Man, I'm telling you, man, he, he was, he tore that interview up, man. He was flipping couches in the room, not literally, but I'm just saying by like some of the stuff that he was exposing and stuff. And it wasn't like, like no bad expose. He's just, you're just speaking his truth. Like, let me see. What else can I find on the internet here? Um, okay, so he said they were still in uh, Mark Carey's. Well, they said Steve, Steve, Har- he said Steve Harvey was still in Mark Carey's so material as well. And this is well, Mark so what's up with you and Steve, man? Mm-hmm. I ain't nothing know, know with me. He's, well, Steve stole my material on his show, so I had a beef on that. On what show? On When he was on his the, the, the bullshit talk show he had, and he did he he did all my Halloween material, one Halloween. I'm watching that. Uh, somebody called me and said, man, homeboy doing your material. So he did my whole Halloween run. And I know he didn't think of it. You know, this this is true stuff that really happened to me. Uh-huh. And so my thing is, you don't have to do that, homeboy. Right. So you know, motherfucker, you made enough money, bitch ass. You know, <laughs> you made enough money. <laughs> you did enough. You know what? Wh- why are you on my material? Right. You know what's that about? You right. know, and then you know people want to jump up. Oh, he didn't know. He didn't steal your. So yes, he did. Yeah. I mean, you know, so you know, 
And so that, that there's no need to do No one else has did that. Mm-hmm. So this was on his talk show. Which talk was his TV talk show? Yeah, TV talk show. Okay, this was uh, the one he had on NBC just recently. Whatever, yeah. The, okay. the one that, that, damn, who took his show from him? Uh, Kelly Clarkson. How can mm. Kelly Clarkson take your show, homie? Hey, brother. Damn. Mm. You know, so, so. You got your show took by but, Kelly Clarkson? You know what's crazy? Damn. I met my fiance on Steve's show. On Steve oh, really? Harvey's talk show. Yeah. So so that's that's another story. But I want to get back to that because I think that is the most new thing a comic can do. Yeah, I yeah. Agree. To me, right. to me, I, right. I step to you. Right? I'm going to step to you. You ever step to him? Yeah, step to him. What'd you say to him? We yeah. are yeah, telling him. Tell, ask him. Okay. Was that the first time that had ever happened to you? Um, No. No, okay. Before, what irritated you, you so much about Steve doing it then? Because he made it. He's he's okay. he's there. He's he's on national no TV. Need. You got you paid. You did your thing. You you try to either you fucking with me or you disrespecting mm. me or you you know <laughs> I I don't understand that you taking food out of my money. Mm. I, I, my uh, you know you taking whatever you know what I mean. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah I, I don't, food I don't, out your mouth. That's plenty of money. So we got you here. I mean, I put it like this, y'all. Like, break that down. A, a, a bigger comedian, a big comedian stealing your material is like Drake taking a no-name rapper's rap and making it big. And you're like, damn. Of course, it's going to look like Drake made it up. And, and, and he and the other rapper just going to look crazy. You know what I'm saying? Even when he come out and say, Drake stole his song because it's Drake. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's going to look crazy because y'all going to automatically think he's capping. And then he's going to, even if he come out with their receipts, and like, he's like, I still going to think he's capping because, like, you know, people just be naive to anything and just think people in, in the industry don't steal, but they do. Like, motherfuckers still all day. You had 20, it cost you 22,000. You had 25 to your. So, this is when he's talking about uh, Cat Williams betting on himself, you know what I'm saying? Like, it cost him 22,000, and he had like probably like 25 to his name, you know what I'm saying? And he put it up. But y'all about to hear what, Why did you decide myself. to do that? You 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 believe that much in cat? I believe that much in business. In business, the goal is for you to become independent and be the boss, take the responsibility, and also get the profit. Okay. That's all. How 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 can I be looking for you to put me on if I wouldn't? No. Shh, I had to pause it right quick, man. That's one of my recipes to. Me getting to where I am now. How can I expect anybody else to put me on if I don't put me on? I got to put up or shut up. Because ain't nobody else. Who wants to invest in you if you don't want to invest in you? Like, i give you an example. You have $1,000 to your name. And you starting a business. And let's say you just need some marketing. The marketer tells you, the price is going to be $900. And you're like, damn, I got 1000 to my name. I ain't trying to spend 900 What can you do for 50 See, that, 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 me, I'm going to put it up. I got 1000 to my name. I'm putting up the 900 because I believe in myself. I'm betting on myself, and I believe in that return, that ROI, that return on investment. 
You know what I'm saying? Because I believe in myself. And that's that's how I've been playing life. Like, I literally, it's literally been times that, i give you an example as a promoter. Uh, let's say, let's say uh, a celeb wanted 10000 and I had probably like 3000 to my name because for whatever reason and and I had like three other partners so the they wanted 10,000 we all put it and that's just the like um half of the deposit cuz cuz a celeb let's say if we putting up 10,000 and they want 20,000 cuz we only putting up half they're the you know what I'm saying? That's just the deposit, just to lock them in. So the celeb want twenty thousand. So putting up half is ten thousand. So that means I got three other partners. We all putting up twenty five hundred apiece. So I'm putting up my twenty five hundred and the other three. And all I had to my name was three thousand. Do I want to spend that? No. But I believe in what I'm doing, my fucking business, and I'ma believe that I'ma get my money back, and then I'm just gonna be double or triple. Because I'm going to promote the fuck out of this. Whatever slab I'm bringing, I'm going to promote the fuck out of this. I'm going to let you know, like, this is going to be the biggest party in the whole fucking city. And it's going to be bigger, better. I'm going to have every bad bitch posting it. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm going to let them in free. And I'm going to have them at my VIB table. So, girl, you better post it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go after the girl with the most followers. Post this shit. Oh, I, did I mention I worked for the radio? Post that. This going to get posted on the radio. You know what I'm saying? Like, I do all types of things to incorporate what I do. This is how you got to bet on yourself. This is how you network. Remember what I was just saying earlier? And I was doing, getting on the radio, doing that shit for free. But it was working out for me. That's how y'all got to move. If you want your business to work. You got a bet on your motherfucking self. And if I can't show you what you missed out on, why would you believe me? It had twenty. It cost you twenty-two thousand. You had twenty-five to your name. Yeah. What? Why did you decide to do that? You 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 believe that much in cat? I believe that much in business. And business. Boom. All right, y'all. Let's see. What else? Okay. Mention the dress. Two more here. All right. This is former actor. Um, I think his name is uh, his name is Brandon Jackson, and Cat Williams told him, "Don't wear a dress." But and he did it in that uh, in that movie with Martin Martin Lawrence, uh, Big Mama. And it said, he later on came out and said, his career was cursed after he put it on. Everything went wrong when I put it on that dress. All right, but I'm about to play it. Did you get, like, slack when you wore the dress at that moment? It was, like, wasn't slack from people. Only Cat Williams. Cat Williams was trying to always say, Brandon... Brandon, don't wear a dress. <laughs> you know, he called you or is this? No, he was saying it in hey, the media. So he, he, was me. he was Brandon, don't wear a dress. I didn't know that. I was immature. Right. I feel like, dang, why? I'm trying to, uh, trying to make it. Why are you bashing me? And then he was trying to warn me, you know, don't get in the dress. So 
the awakened brand and you couldn't pay him a trillion dollars to get an address. Yeah. Was there like um how did they present that? Well, you knew right away you had to get an He did hold up, pause. He just said the awakened Brandon, you couldn't pay him a trillion dollars to put on the vest. You know, I say all the time, man. A smart person learns from his mistakes, but a wise person listens to others and learns from theirs. So you won't have to make the mistake. So story to break it down, y'all be wise, man. Listen, listen to other people that's trying to tell you something so you won't have to make their mistake. You know what I'm saying? I promise you, like I'm 34 years old. I've been to jail, right? But I never been to prison. I never done a bid. And every time I went to jail, it was never over three days. I hung a lot of around a lot of people that has been in jail and been in prison. And I will always listen and ask them questions. You know, some might break like, hey, bro, what you the police or something? I'm like, go ahead with that shit. But in reality, I wanted to learn so I wouldn't get caught up and go to jail because that shit ain't fun. You know what I'm saying? I'd have been in jail a, a lot of times, but I ain't never been, did a bid. And a bid is when you, like, stay there for a long time. I, I've never done over three days in jail. I've never done years in prison or in jail. And you know what I'm saying? I learned how to not do that by listening to others and their stories, how they got caught up. Like, you know, so I wouldn't get caught up. or to what to avoid and like you know you could really learn a lot just by just shutting up listening paying attention you can learn a lot from others by learning from their mistakes you know what i'm saying it don't even have to necessarily be about just jail you can learn if they took the same path you took and then let's say they didn't make it they can give you tips on what you need to do to make it because they ain't make it this is what you need to do so you won't have to make them same mistakes. Or if you're doing the same niche as them, or you know what I'm saying? Like, learn to listen, y'all. Pay attention. Like, just because you, like, some of y'all might think somebody's heckling y'all. When somebody's trying to tell you what to not do, it's because they care. They took the time out, out their mouth to tell you it's probably because they, they care. They trying to help you out. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm a I'm a hands-on learner. Like I like to learn myself, but I also I always listen. I learned that way as well. But you know, back back to what I'm saying. I did the scene on lottery ticket. Okay. That scene on lottery ticket. After that, they were pushing his dress on me. It was something about that scene that touched a lot of people, and I thought I think I was too real. I think they mentioned the dress. It's a big conversation. Yeah, so that's the picture right there with, uh, with Big Mama's house. I think it's Big Mama house three or two, and he was in a dress. And they said this is why they mad at Cat Williams. There's a whole bunch of black men in dress. Amy Fox, um, uh, Chris Rock, uh, Ricky Smiley. Damn, it's going so fast. I can't even name. They even got Nino Brown in the dress. It's crazy. 
not Nino Brown, but Wesley Snipes. Ving Rains, like this is what I was talking about earlier. Wayne's brothers, Will Smith, Purple, same thing as name. Kale, Kale Thompson, Keenan Thompson, Martin Lawrence, Wayne's brothers. They just showing all them different peoples in a dress. And Kevin. I would so okay. <laughs> no, I, I Ted Williams also missing uh mentioned Gary Owen Owens and saying and basically Gary Owens was saying that Cat wasn't capping. He says he never crossed over because he refused to, you know, I basically joined the Illuminati. And they saying some stuff in the Illuminati, basically initiation. I, I, listen, I can't say 100%. You know That's where the, it was going, but it felt like it. It felt like it. You got to be in the room to feel it. And I was like, oh, this dude is really coming on to me. Like, this is happening in real life. It, and the, 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 the dude did it and it always remained nameless. Uh, he, I think he was filling me out. Like, is this, this dude, and this was years ago. I was young in the game. But I, I was just like, wait a minute. Is this happening right now? I was like, oh, my God. And then I was like, I, I, you know, I made sure, I made it very clear. I like women. I'm not going that route. Uh, blah, blah, blah. So I'm not going to get into it. But I, I was wondering. I was like, "Ooh, is this gonna? Is this, is this happening to me right now, in real life?" So I think Cat was saying I haven't sold my soul, and that's why I haven't crossed over. Made sense. Now I'm not gonna get into it, but I wouldn't. So yeah, it's a saying, man. Some things gonna take a little longer if you ain't doing no dick sucking to get there. I'm actually a bigger smoker than Snoopy. My man say he's a bigger smoker than Snoop. He probably is, you know what I'm saying? Just because you don't advertise it like Snoop Dogg do, though. He'll tell you that. But I don't, like, I don't mix anything with my weed. <clears throat> I just do weed, right? So, no, yeah, nobody has. That minimum, I mean, you nobody, gotta... nobody has, nobody, nobody does 20 blunts a day like me for 30 years like like I was the first person to have a weed roller like somebody whose job it was like I haven't I haven't rolled a blunt in 20 years like if you go I'm saying I I prefer the saliva of ladies oh my goodness no no understand what I'm saying if for a blunt it's necessary for it to get lit right and so if you had spent 20 years smoking with dudes that's a lot of male saliva that you would have just accidentally ingested. I, I can't. But the five and I, I can't be this specimen on that. <laughs> it takes uh, the saliva of nice. Saliva. Oh man, but. All right. Uh, yeah, man. So, like I was saying, Cat, he flipped, he flipped the uh, industry upside down with that interview. I could go a whole lot longer. All the clips I probably found, but y'all like the video, man. Make sure y'all leave a like, comment, share, and then you know I'm out of here. Before, but before I go.
I'm gonna show y'all how funny Cat Williams is, man. Y'all remember the rappers, Young Gunners, Can't Stop, Won't Stop, Rockefeller Records, baby. You get down, baby. You get down. Girls are girls. All right, you know what I'm talking about. If you know, you know. If you don't, look them up. But I'm about to play them, right? They diss Cat, Cat Williams in a song talking about they don't want to be a, a fake pimp like Money Mike. You know, why Cat Williams? I just came across this, but why this man, he remixed the song they did. And did a diss song. So I'ma leave out. I'ma sign out by playing that song, y'all. But I'm gone. Listen to the song. It's funny as hell. Cat Williams, man, you a legend, dog. Oh, Wait a minute. Pippin, what did that nigga just say? Oh no. Play that again. Alright. So have that money right, and we don't mess with the funny type, fake ass pimps like money Mike. Damn, what the fuck? Let me check my palm pilot. Give me that pump soul. It's a full-time pimp. I'm warning you, sweetie. Y'all can't beat me. You'll see when you meet me. And I'ma say it real clear so you niggas understand. Fuck the young guns and both of your fans. Somebody in your camp should have told you to stop it. And now you two rappers getting fucked by a comic. I done been to New York. You niggas ain't a factor. How does it feel to get Diss by an actor And y'all can't really diss a nigga at all wow. I made one fucking movie I'm more famous than y'all wow. And it'll take more than some young guns to hurt me I put your mama on the stroller Bitch ain't but 30 Y'all just got mustaches How you gonna burn me? Two young gay virgins A Burton Ernie You don't concern me Cause y'all ain't hot Y'all the only girl group Rockefeller got Matter of fact Just don't say my name no more And try to keep your CD Out the 99 cents Cause you can't stop Won't stop You weak motherfuckers who just need to sit down before you get the fuck clown And if I see you around, I'ma pips have you down And then leave in my gators without making a sound Y'all really helped me out, but y'all ain't knowing Hey Chris, tell Nephi, his thong is showing You need to be signing Nickelodeon, you the children's choice Next time you say my name, put some bass in your voice Mr. Carter is a pimp, that's why he's got the rock And got you two young bitches selling cock on the block You can't stop cause you never started And both of y'all niggas sound plain retarded Why did Y'all get pimping started Two young girls who still get carded One of y'all sucks and the other's garbage It ain't no secret, it's common knowledge And I could've let you slide, but I'm too cold-hearted And I hope you mad enough to realize this You just got slapped by a fake-ass pimp Cause you can't stop, won't stop You weak motherfuckers who just need to sit down